This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, August 31st, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, Ward 5 Alderman Mark Rodriguez for the city of Annapolis has re-re-resigned. He initially submitted his resignation to the mayor in March of this year, and because of the COVID virus, they encouraged Mark to withdraw that resignation, continue to work on behalf of the residents of Ward 5 during the COVID emergency. However, he has resubmitted his resignation, and now his position will be filled by the Annapolis Democratic Central Committee. Now, here's what's going to happen. Within the next five days, the mayor has to give written notice to the Annapolis Democratic Central Committee of the vacancy. After that, the Central Committee does need to post an announcement about a public hearing that's going to take place in 10 to 15 days. Any qualified candidate seeking the job needs to submit written notice to the Central Committee. And then during the public hearing, each candidate will address the Central Committee. And then from those candidates, the Central Committee shall select one that will be replacing Mr. Rodriguez as the alderman for Ward 5. Now, to be qualified to be an alderman, you need to be a voter in the city of Annapolis for a year and have lived in Ward 5 for at least six months. So it's not a huge hurdle to be qualified there. You want to find out more information, you want to keep your eye on AnnapolisDems.org. That's the website, A-N-N-A-P-O-L-I-S-D-E-M-S.org. You really do want to keep an eye on this. They are claiming this will be an open and transparent process. We will see. I am pretty sure that I know who is the top pick, the favored dog in this race. And if you're interested to know who that is, send me a DM. I'll let you know what I think. Hey, cops are really taking a hit right now, but do you know what really goes into it? The Anne Arundel County Police sent out an email last week highlighting all the different ways the public can become involved with police in the area. And I want to make sure everybody knows this. They've got the Police Community Relations Council, and this meets within each district once a month. Obviously, they're doing it virtually now because of COVID. It really involves a community. What's happening in the community? What can we do better? What are we doing that we need to improve upon? What was the good? What was the bad? It really opens up a two-way conversation between the police and the community. Go to ionanapolis.net. There is a post up there, and it has all the contact information for the different districts, Northern District, Eastern District, Western District, and Southern District. They also have a thing called Guardian Shield. It's a newsletter that comes out. It talks about domestic threats and terrorism. It's a little bit more than Anne Arundel County. You can sign up and check that out at aapdguardianshield.org. There are police volunteer opportunities There is the Reserve Officer Program where you are a uniformed assistant to the Anne Arundel County Police. You can help them out with traffic control, administrative duties, dignitary details, and more. And there is the VIPS program, and I didn't realize that this even existed, but it's called the Volunteers in Police Service. Again, they are non-enforcement roles. They are non-uniform, but they can help with clerical assistance, computer programming, crime analysis, data processing, graphic arts, photography, other tasks. If you're in the Animal Control Division, you can work with the animals, assist the public who come in there. So if you've got some kind of a skill You may want to look into that VIPS program. They do ask that you be able to have about a minimum of 16 hours of volunteer service a month. And I'd be remiss if I didn't strongly suggest that you go for a ride along with a cop. You really get a better idea of what they're dealing with day in and day out. And I realize it's very easy to sit there and criticize from behind a computer. But until you really have walked a mile in their shoes, figuratively and literally, you really don't know. 
and I'm sure that you can arrange a ride-on through those Police Community Relations Council meetings. Definitely check it out. I've got all the information at ionanapolis.net. All right, this is a long-term headache for people that are traveling on 97. The State Highway Administration began pavement repairs along 97 in Anne Arundel County last night at 9 p.m. They're going to be reconstructing two concrete sections of 97, and they're going to have overnight lane shifts that will be in effect throughout the end of the year. Obviously, this is all weather permitting. The areas that they're going to be working on are southbound I-97 between Maryland 3 and Benfield Boulevard and northbound 97 between Maryland 3 and 174, which is Quarterfield Road. Motorists can expect single lane closures weekdays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. and overnight double or triple lane closures and detours that may be in effect Sundays through Thursdays from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. If you're in the Annapolis area and you're heading to the airport for an evening flight out, be wary you're going to run into some construction there between now and the end of the year. Again, just a reminder that tomorrow the Anne Arundel County Department of Recreation and Parks will be reinstating the fees to get into the area regional parks. It is a $6 daily entrance fee. You can get an annual pass for 30 bucks, but this does apply to Downs Park, Fort Smallwood Park, Jug Bay Wetland Sanctuary, Kinder Farm Park, Lake Waterford Park, and Quiet Waters Park. Speaking of Quiet Waters Park, when you do go there, make sure you stop by the Visitor Center and pick up one of their 25th anniversary posters that were designed by our great friend, Joe Barson. Okay, and as we wrap it up, and we are really wrapping it up today, today marks the end of our first three years of the Daily News Brief, and we never would have made it this far without you. So first and foremost, thank you. Over the past six months, we have been consistently rated as one of the top 100 daily news podcasts in the United States by Apple and a metrics company. And this really blows my mind. Little Anne Arundel County is going head to head with the New York Times Daily, the Newsworthy, NPR, all excellent and highly recommended, by the way, and many, many others. It just blows my mind. For those that are interested in some numbers, we send the podcast to just over 10,000 devices each day. And these are the core subscribers. From there, it is distributed to our Facebook pages, All Annapolis and Ion Annapolis, our Twitter feed and our YouTube channel, as well as IonAnnapolis.net. So you need to add all those listens in as well to get a good idea of the total listenership. But again, for that, thank you. Now, I am a fan of change for the most part. And as I mentioned last week, putting the Daily News Brief together every day for three years began to get a little bit monotonous and somewhat boring. So here comes some change starting tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, we will have a new sound, a few more bells and whistles that hopefully will make a better listening experience for you. Of course, we will have George from DC MDVA Weather. And yes, that is another little change. He is rebranding a little bit from DMV Weather to DC MDVA, just because people don't want to get him confused with the Motor Vehicle Administration. We do have Ann Alcina from Covington Alcina every week. And on Thursdays, we still have Trevor with Annapolis Makerspace. We're adding John Ward and Chris from Sing Second Sports as well. And we're going to be coming to you an hour earlier for all of you early risers. Yes, we will be available now at 6 a.m. starting tomorrow. I do hope that you enjoy it. And please, if you do, the best way that you can, quote, pay for the DNB is to let others know about it. The second best way is to leave a rating or a review someplace where you can do that. And if you insist on cash, well, no, just kidding there. In all seriousness, thank you for all of your support, for listening to The Daily News Brief, for your suggestions, for your criticisms, for your praise. That's what really keeps us going. And of course, thank you for reading our anchor website, ionanapolis.net. Here's to you in the past three years. 
And here's to you in the next three. Many thanks. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out Ion Annapolis throughout the day because we're going to update that throughout the day. As I mentioned, if you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure your friends, family, and colleagues all know about us as well. It is Monday, so we do have Ann Alsina with your Money Monday report. And as we have every day, we have George Young with your local weather report from, for the last time, DMV Weather. All that coming up in just one minute. But first, here's a quick message from Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, August 31st, last day of August 2020, and it has been a wet one, with BWI Airport reporting nearly 12 inches of rain so far this month, while Reagan National in D.C. is over 8 inches, and Dulles Airport in Northern Virginia is over 7 inches, and today will likely only add to some, if not all of those totals, with more showers and storms moving in primarily in the p.m. hours as temps stay in the upper 70s to lower 80s with more of the same likely again tomorrow as overall rainfall totals could be one inch or more by the end of Tuesday for many in Anne Arundel County. From there, it's a small daily chance of p.m. storms Wednesday through Friday with highs in the mid to upper 80s on Wednesday before upper 80s to lower 90s Thursday and Friday before spectacular weather returns for the Labor Day weekend ahead with tons of sunshine and highs upper 70s to low or maybe mid-80s each day. Okay, that's it for today, and that's it forever. For DMV Weather, as the official name of this weather forecasting service as tomorrow, we will technically go by DCMDVA Weather moving forward as we start to take some official steps to take this operation up a notch or three in the coming months and years, so stay tuned for more updates on that. Until then, make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. Keep it moving forward in this seemingly endless year of 2020. And as always, be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dmvweather.com, soon to be dcmdvaweather.com, so you can always stay weather informed. Hi, everybody. This is Brian Grivis, the publisher of The Duck Pin. I've been podcasting for almost 10 years, and I'll be making my return to podcasting this September with The Duck Pin Podcast. We'll be talking about the things that matter in your life, news, politics, sports, culture. We'll be looking at those things from a state, local, and national level, and we'll be talking to the people who are making those things happen. Subscribe now by visiting anchor.fm slash theduckpin. 
or search for the duck pin d-u-c-k-p-i-n in your favorite podcast app or on youtube don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram and facebook at the duck pin subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode of the duck pin podcast coming this september to learn more about the duck pin visit theduckpin.com your money managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary here to help you put your financial picture into focus is ann alcina from covington alcina with your monday money report this is ann alcina of covington alcina with your monday money report the market has reached another all-time high with the s&p 500 crossing the 3500 mark for an almost seven percent gain this past month What's interesting is that we are also seeing an increase in the VIX, or volatility index. While we discussed that on a previous edition, in short, it tells us how much stocks are moving up and down. Generally speaking, stocks rise in periods of low volatility. We would expect to see the VIX flat or declining given the rising market. Some of this dichotomy is happening due to the impact of mega caps, or the ultra-large companies at the top of the S&P 500. As we discussed last week, those companies are driving much of the rise in the index. We also have three big things happening in the market right now. Stock splits, a major change in Fed policy, and changes to the Dow Jones Index. Both Tesla and Apple have had recent stock splits. On August 21st, Tesla had a 5-to-1 split. And on August 24th, Apple split 4-to-1. So what is a stock split? Let's take Apple as an example. Prior to the split, it was trading at about $500 a share. If you owned one share of Apple on August 23rd, You woke up the next morning and owned four shares of Apple. Each share was then worth about $125 a share. Companies split their stock to make shares more affordable. It's easier to buy a share of Apple at $125 than it is at $500. Stock splits don't affect your taxes either. If you had bought the single share at $200 prior to the split, that cost basis splits as well. And each share after the split has a cost basis of $50. On Thursday, the Federal Reserve Bank announced a major policy change. It's important to realize that, unique among central banks, the Fed has a dual mandate. They are tasked with both managing inflation and unemployment. The Fed has a target inflation rate of 2%. The first tool in their toolbox is interest rate changes. We see this reflected in the prime rate. Traditionally, the Fed is felt as a balancing act between the two mandates, and that full employment, especially what we were seeing pre-COVID, automatically led to increased inflation. We saw this play out when the Fed raised interest rates by a total of 2% from December 2016 through the end of 2018. Inflation was not an issue, but the unemployment rate continued to drop. In fact, inflation averaged only 1.6% over the last five years. Last week, Jerome Powell, the Federal Reserve Chairman, said they will target an average inflation rate of 2% over time, not all the time and that the Fed will not feel obligated to raise rates even if we are running at full employment levels. The Fed generally defines full employment as an unemployment rate of approximately 4%. What does that mean? Interest rates aren't going up anytime soon. For borrowers, this is great news. If you haven't considered refinancing your mortgage, this is a great time to do so. While carrying a balance on a credit card is generally not a positive financial move, average rates are down to about 16%. For savers, this is not great. And that's the point. By keeping interest rates low, the Fed hopes to make it cheaper for companies to find capital to grow and for investors to provide that capital as they seek out higher returns. And happening this morning, the Dow Jones Index has a change in their lineup. Three new companies will be joining the 30 stock benchmark. 
Salesforce.com will replace ExxonMobil. Amgen will replace Pfizer. And Honeywell International will replace Raytheon Technologies. The shakeup was prompted by Apple's decision to enact a four-for-one stock split, which would significantly reduce the benchmark's exposure to the information technology sector. Have a question you want answered? Shoot us an email at info at covingtonalcina.com or check out our Facebook page to learn more. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC, investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance reference is historical and there's no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.